Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. Hello, Libby podcast listeners. So nice of you to join me. So there wasn't a recorded episode for this week. So rather than stressing out and trying to scramble to find somebody to record on short notice, I decided to do something different. And I'm going to do the best of 2023 episodes that I recorded with various guests. So so I started this podcast originally on February 18th, 2019. And since then, we've done 251 episodes. There's been a total of 49,600 total downloads of the entire library. And we've had 11 different hosts in 2023 who have been helping me record episodes. And I hosted 19 of the 51 total episodes in 2023. So here are five of my favorite episodes that I recorded. And I'm going to start out with episode 204 on January 10th, 2023, when I had the pleasure of hosting Katya Milrud Sigal. So Katya is unfortunately no longer in Calgary. She moved away. But while she was here, she made a huge impact. She had some sort of sixth sense in determining a person's uh, ability to figure out what they want to be when they grow up. And I was really captivated by her ability to reach out and touch somebody's soul and try and help them really, really figure out where they want to go. A lot of people, when they go job hunting, they get stuck in a rut and they just focus on a title on, you know, like I was a project manager. So now I'm looking for a project manager job. But Katya had people kind of look inside a little bit and think about what they really liked about all the jobs they had, like what all the best parts of the jobs they had were, and then sort of look for an opportunity that allowed them to do all the stuff they loved the most. And it may or may not even have been what they had been doing all along. So please check out episode 204 and we'll link it, we'll link to it in the show notes as I will with all of these other episodes. But it's a really great listen. So here's a snip from that episode. And I love, I love the, the, the process. I love the experience. So that was the way I, I started. I, I was the one responsible for creating workshops about careers. And COVID hit. I was still working in HR. COVID hit. I lost my job. And surprisingly, I decided to go all in as an entrepreneur. And my first clients were people from that workshop. That time was a volunteer initiative, but then I was, you know, creating my services. And every session that I created was based on their needs. They came to me and asked me, Katya, I need help with my resume, with my cover letter, with my LinkedIn profile, or to get ready for an interview. And I started like this and they had amazing results. 
getting jobs that they were happy. They increased their salaries like 30%, 40%, sometimes 50%. And I realized, okay, that's interesting. I like that. <laughs> but after some time doing this, I realized that sometimes there was something else. It was not the resume, was not the cover letter. There was something else, was deeper. I decided to do some uh, certification in coaching to have more tools to help them to understand what was going on. Of course, different issues, but could be like culture changing rapidly new tasks and responsibilities that they were not enjoying so much. And the company said, or you do it or you leave it. So that's why now I do what I do. I help people to understand who they are, their core values, their, their priorities, so they can thrive. All right. The second one I wanted to highlight is episode 210, recorded on February 21st, 2023. Um, I had the pleasure of hosting this episode with a really good friend of mine, Debbie Butt. Debbie is one of the coolest people I know, and she is hilarious, and we did a lot of laughing in this episode. So I hope you enjoy. Debbie has a website that she called In The Know YYC, and Debbie collects all this information on all the really cool events that are going on in Calgary in the innovation ecosystem, and she puts them on her site, so you always kind of know what's going on. It's a really cool site, and I hope you listen to our conversation from that episode. And so here's a little uh, bit of that. About the first 25 or 20 some years of my career, I was in oil and gas in account, in various accounting roles. And about six years ago, I don't know if it's I seen writing on the wall or if I was just sort of bored. And I went and seen a career coach and she sort of was like, hey, you know, you sort of like really like working with data. And I'm going, OK, I guess so. And I happened to go on Google and I found that Data for Good YYC was holding a data-a-thon. And for those people that don't know what a data-a-thon is, it is it was like it's an all-weekend event. And it was at University of Calgary one weekend. And of course, like being your typical woman was just like, well, I this looks interesting, but I don't belong there because I'm just an accountant. Like I'm not a data analyst. But I reached out to Jeff Sakabe, who is one of is the organizer of Data for Good, and I just said, I don't know if I'd be any value to this. You know, I'm not sure if I should come. And he's like, Oh no, no, please come. We need people of all different backgrounds and education. No, please come. So I thought, okay. So I remember showing up at University of Calgary and walking into the room and going, Oh my God, everybody knows one another. I don't belong. But I stayed. And then I sat down in this random group because this is what happens is you just randomly sit down with a group and you work with them or whatever. And I remember uh, everybody started introducing themselves. And the first person who introduced themselves, his name was Muhammad. And he's like, hi, my name's Muhammad, and I have a master's degree in data analytics. And I thought, oh, my God, like, why am I here? You know? And then the next person that talked, hi, my name's Manir, and I'm currently doing my PhD in data. And <laughs> I'm sitting there going, why am I here? Like, oh, my God. And then it came to me and I'm like, 
hi, my name's Debbie and I'm an accountant. And I probably like, you know, put my head down in shame or something. But long story short, it really didn't matter that I was like, I thought I had no contribution. I spent nine hours that day at University of Calgary working with them. And I mean, I do not write queries and I do not code, but, you know, I had value as in, you know, like I worked with, okay, what, what data should we put together? And I helped them figure out as a group, like what to code. And then once, you know, we got the answers, it was like, okay, what is this data that we're looking at? Is it actually answering the question? But the main part about being at this event was I just went, I was exposed to software I'd never heard of. Like I was exposed to R and Python and Tableau, and I had never heard of any of this before. And it just made me go, what the hell else am I not aware of? And it just really piqued my interest. So then I started going to events. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy because of course, like, you know, if you're not used to going to networking events or seminars, and this is just very foreign to you, it is very difficult. And I remember one of the events, I think the next event too, was put on by SheetGeek. And I remember they were all talking about imposter syndrome and going to networking events and how hard that is at first. And I remember thinking, holy crap, I thought it was me. Like I thought everybody else knew how to do this or, you know, what to do when you go to a networking event. And it was just such a welcoming environment. And then I just started going to a lot of like meetups because I don't know if a lot of people know about it, but there is a lot of really quality meetup groups in Calgary to start to educate yourself on just a lot of different things. Like there's data for good. So if you want to like learn about data, there's that, there's Civic Tech YYC and, you know, you can bring projects there. And that's all about like, how can we as a community engage our citizens in like civic topics and work on projects there? And then there's like Calgary UX and then there's Product Calgary. And I do have a list. I was trying to be organized, but, you know, you sort of get the gist. So I started going to that and I started meeting people and I started getting a little bit more comfortable in going to events and like sort of educating myself. Excellent. Now we're going to move on. The next episode is 220 on May 2nd, 2023. Again, links in the show notes to all these episodes. But I had this really cool interview with Brown Eagle Belanger. And Brown Eagle is a really, really cool dude. He had an incredible story from his life he he started out on the you know on the wrong side of the tracks you might say and he ended up even doing some prison time but he found his way through that and just you know with with some mentorship and and love from you know a surrogate family he really came into his own and began a journey of helping people and um he's working on a really really cool thing called Decolonized Capital, or sorry, the company name is Decolonized Capital. And he's working with a blockchain solution, as well as sort of like a a social media platform that's focused on Indigenous people. So listen to that. Here's a clip from that show. You know, I used to be like a huge runaway, running away from foster foster homes and that. A lot of of abuse behind that. And ended up joining, uh, joining a street gang when I was really young. And one thing led to another, obviously, and, you know, being transitioned into 
foster care system, which is a colonial ecosystem from the Canadian government to transition to the justice system and becoming into the justice system. You know, I did, I did 12 years in Stony Mountain and just not knowing who I was and trying to figure out like, who am I, right? Where do I fit in this world? And I always been on my own. I always been, always living in a very uncomfortable environment and me being uncomfortable pretty much all my life. That was my comfort zone, right? So me figuring out life when I, when I ended up getting out after uh, prison, I really had to figure out who I was spiritually, but figure out who I am also to identify where do I fit in this world, right? Being born into a system that everything's done for you as a, as a child and trying to survive and then transition to another environment, the justice system to everything's still done for you, right? And to becoming a, getting out as an adult, I went in prison at a very young age and got out, got out as an adult and, you know, just trying to figure out who I was, uh, trying to lead, lead the red road path as an indigenous person in this world is there's a lot of baggage to it. Right. And, you know, unfortunately I was helped out by an individual that was a huge community activist back in Winnipeg. So I'm originally from Winnipeg, Manitoba. And you know, growing up with that type of lifestyle and then being led by an individual that I have the most respect for. And he was a father figure to me. His name's Mitch Bourbonnier from uh, Winnipeg and he uh, leads a lot of uh, nonprofit organizations. And he kind of gave me life after, after all that, those trials and tribulations that I went through. And he took a risk with me, be able to uh, put me in a position that I get to help out others. And me helping out others, I ended up helping myself out. And it kind of gave me a lot of identification with myself and a lot of purpose with myself. So working with young youth, risk youth that are getting out of prison or risk about being exploited and be able to uh, guide them. And uh, with my my life experiences, I learned a lot with myself also to be able to uh, utilize my experiences as a navigation and a tool to be able to how to work in this world. Right. And yeah, I ended up doing very well. A lot of opportunities to be able to help out in a nonprofit organization community out in Winnipeg be able to have a lot of youth under my care and under my supervision and, you know, guide them, right? I was helping out with the action therapy, which they do is a lot of land-based therapy. So it's not nothing traditional as a clinical therapy. It's like we get to go out, go to ceremonies, hit the drum, sing, and practice our culture, right? You know, there's a lot of youth out there that, that are very intimidated by just sitting in a chair and talking to, you know, somebody that's non-Indigenous compared to, you know, it's our culture, it's in our blood to be able to sit in a bush and how much they would, you know, talk and allow them to freely speak what's their issues are while they're, you know, being a firekeeper in a in, in bush, right? That's part of our culture. And I really resonated with that a lot. And, and I felt that that was, that was uh, really my calling. And I ended up doing that for a while, ended up in a lot of opportunities working with the government at the hospital and becoming a community support worker a lot. And uh, be able to have a leadership role. And with, with that, it comes with a lot, a lot of responsibilities, right? So me still figuring myself out and uh, able to have opportunities to be having that leadership role gave me a lot of self-identity, a lot of confidence in myself and to be able to no longer be under somebody's thumb. Amazing story. You'll definitely want to listen to that episode. So the next episode, most of you who know me know that I'm really into virtual reality and extended reality and augmented reality technology. I just love the fact that, you know, you can put on this device and you just disappear, you teleport to a new place and it can be anything and anywhere. 
I've seen some really, really cool things in virtual reality. So if you haven't had a chance to put on a virtual reality headset and try some of these really, really cool, not only games and stuff, but business applications, being able to hold a a meeting or some sort of an event inside of virtual reality is just, it's just an amazing experience. And I look forward to the future as these tools get better and better. But anyway, I, in episode 227, I hosted my friend and colleague, Brent Zuber. And Brent is a really well-spoken, articulate fella, and much, much more articulate than I am. And he was as full of information. He loves to research and investigate things and play around and learn. And yeah, we had a great conversation in this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Here's a clip. It's always fascinated me how, as I sort of said, with regards to process and, and connection. And, and I work with teams that are coast to coast or beyond that, even internationally and, and for decades. Right. And whether it was, you know, conference calls or long distance calls, emails, right? This is emails went worldwide. And I think this has just been an enhancement over the last few years, especially we've seen that escalation through video conferencing. And I know everyone is is really tired of the Zoom fatigue, but this was a unique change, I think, in the ability to to try the immersive environment. And it, it takes you one step further, I guess. You mentioned like being at, at, at the nerd side of it, Star Trek, Star Wars. <laughs> Don't want to, you know, say that I fall in one camp more than another, but like the hollow deck, right? And the ability to go in there, have that uh, virtual world that an individual can uh, enter um, to really connect with. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so that's what I love about you. We've got some senior people with very diverse backgrounds that are really looking at the VR world and saying, is it a panacea? No, it's not going to solve everything. However, it is really unique, the connections you can make, the um, ability to, to communicate the game worldwide, get a bunch of people that could be sitting anywhere on the surface of the earth and really having a deep, you've got the eye contact, you've got the social nuances, you've got personal space, and it's way better than the two-dimensional Zoom side of it, which I think, which is really cool. And finally... On August 29th, 2023, I recorded episode 237 with my good friend Michael Dargy. Uh, Michael has a company called Make More Creative, and Michael is also a loose mooser. So if you haven't been down to Loose Moose Theater to check out the crazy antics down there, Michael's a part of been a part of Loose Moose Theater for many, many years, and he's got an incredible sense of humor. He's really, really intelligent and really well-spoken and super creative. He has a podcast of his own called Rebel Rebel that I highly recommend you listen to. But anyway, here's a clip from my chat with Michael Dargy. Well, then I'll, I'll give you the Reader's Digest condensed version. And you'll remember some of this actually from, yes. from back in the day. So we moved here from just outside of Toronto in 70, 78, 79, something like that. And my dad, in his infinite wisdom, so I was 10 just to, you know, that's my, now you know how old I am, if you math. <laughs> my dad bought us a TRS-80 uh, Cocoa, like color computer, one of the first personal computers ever. And, you know, we had the big phone coupler modem. I had like a four color printer, which was actually four colored pens. And I learned, taught myself basic 
like had a program in basic so I could make pictures and write music on the computer. Nice. <laughs> so that's kind of where it started. Mom then became journalist. So she ended up with, you know, this, this K pro and she ended up with some software called PageMaker back in the day. That was, that was the eighties, the early version. We had all this freehand. And so all these cool tools that I could make art with and do things with page layout and design stuff. And I was young and there was no training available. So I just taught myself all of it or learned from my mom. She would teach me some stuff. And that's kind of the trajectory. Uh, you know, I ended up starting my own graphic uh, company uh, called Radical Artistic Tendencies. And we did big <laughs> murals on like world health and fitness and bars around town and stuff. And then. Gosh, I ended up teaching at New Horizons Computer Learning Center for a bunch of years and co-wrote the curriculum for the Calgary Board of Education New Media Program way back then because they didn't have anything. So we were, you know, developing 3D and video and audio and web, you know, how to actually make that stuff. And then I got headhunted away to take over at Applied Multimedia. And uh, so I ran that school, the classical animation, digital animation, and new media labs there for a couple of years. And then the headhunters got a hold of me again and whisked me over to service intelligence, where I became the communications director for service intelligence, which was multinational customer experience management firm. And, you know, gosh, for like five years, worked with some of the biggest brands on the planet, which was really cool. And then we sold the company and I got packaged out. I spent a year teaching at Mount Royal, and then I started my own thing 17 some odd years ago. And that wraps up my uh, Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast best of 2023 episodes recorded by me. I hope you enjoyed that. You know what? Maybe 2024 is the year that you decide to take up the microphone and host some episodes yourself. Uh, there's some amazing people in this world, and it's so cool to be able to capture your conversation with them. It's just a lot of fun. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, the people who have taken the leap and became a host really, really had a, a fun time with it. So if you're interested, reach out and we'll get you on the show as a host. And with that, I'm looking forward to the next episode in one week's time. Cheers. If you haven't already, Visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode was brought to you by New Idea Machine. NIM helps new software developers, UI UX designers, and product managers gain mentored hands-on industry experience. And at the same time, we provide companies with risk-free tech talent. Definitely a win-win-win situation. Visit newideamachine.com for more information. Music for the show was created by Tony Deldegan. Please be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. Also, don't forget to come by and say hi at the next Rainforest event. Let us know what you think of this podcast. If you're interested in being either a host, sponsor, or a guest of the show, send me an email at rainforestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>